0: I am not in danger.
1: Jordan, is, is this what you say to yourself in the morning when you shave? Yes.
0: And by the way, what do you mean Lifetime doesn't make good movies? They make fantastic movies. No, they don't. <laughs> it's 8 a.m.
1: It's 8am
0: Good morning Morning. What's up, this is Joe This is Jordan It's the 8am shift And we are not in danger We Mm. are the danger We are the danger (laughs)
1: Uh, What's up man So
0: They're making a Breaking Bad movie supposedly
1: Yeah, I heard (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Um, it's funny. I don't know how I. I, I don't know a hundred percent how I feel about that. Like I'm like, I'm kind of like still weighing my my feelings.
0: So I'm for it. I'm for it because I've been watching Better Call Saul.
1: Yeah, I know it's supposed to be great, which I'm dying to watch. Like, don't get on me for not having watched. it. Yeah, this is again. really great show. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I've created a monster. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I will watch Better Call Saul and I'm gonna like binge it at some point. Um One very li- soon I'm hoping.
0: One thing I like about AMC shows on Netflix is right. that there's no ads, yeah so the episodes are like 45 minutes. They're really <laughs> easy to watch. You just blow right through, yeah. You know, and they're man. easier to watch than like Netflix shows. Whereas like Netflix shows, it's like one episode's like an hour and 10 minutes, so another yeah, episode's yeah, like 50 yeah. minutes, another so episode's like 45. Another episode's an
1: hour again. And you're like,
0: you're like just pick a time. And you're like, I just want <laughs> to know what the re- what's inside the red room. <laughs> give me the red room. <laughs> just give me the episode with the red room. Damn it. <laughs>
1: By the way, my my thoughts on the Red Room have been, you know, corroborated. If that makes sense, <laughs> I'm just saying it would, that ending is not what it seems in the Haunting of Hill House. But we'll leave it alone. That is not this episode. Uh, that's a previous episode. That's a previous episode. We should go we should go fine, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I just uh, like so when I heard it, I was like, first I, my initial reaction was like, oh, cool. But then I was kind of like. Uh, do we need a Breaking Bad movie? Because the ending the Breaking Bad is so good that it's just like, do I need to really see anything beyond this point? Yes, there can be more story beyond that point. There can always be more story, but like, is it necessary?
0: Well, Does the theory is that, um, well, just take it back. In 2013, there was a GQ article with uh, Vince Gilligan and he said in the interview that, there's a strong likelihood that we know what happened to Jesse already because he's like DNA is everywhere and he's probably wanted for several murders already. Right, and it, and I think the question was even framed about whether or not like there would be some type of sequel. Right. right? So, for me, for about five years, I was just like, okay, like, they don't really need to touch upon this, and when they announced Better Call Saul, like, it made sense, like, it's more of like, to me, it's like, more of a prequel that kind of explains the stuff and kind of lends itself right. to, like, the imagination for what a sequel would be.
1: Right. Which I think is good, because it's, it's a prequel, but it's detached enough that it can, like, work, you know? Because it's yeah. not... Yeah. At least for, for as far as what I know about the show, it's not, like, you know... Obviously, it... it Relates in some way and could even get to that point where it's like right in the thick of the of of Breaking Bad, but like in the end, it's also like Saul's story, right? So it, it works because it gets detached enough to work, I think.
0: Right, unless of course Vince Gilligan is watching like Ozark now and he's like, I want my spot back.
1: <laughs> I want to be back on top. Yeah. Why is why is Vince Gilligan? <laughs> can't Every we, time I think that I'm out, they pull, they me, back pull me back in. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be Jesse Pinkman.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm I'm curious to know what they do with his character. Um, I
1: don't, I not, I'm not even saying I'm not curious. I'm just like, I don't know if I need it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are like, yes, I need it. I need to see what happens to Jesse. But I'm kind of like.
0: Well, remember, I, know. if some people theorize that the movie Need for Speed <laughs>
1: what
0: happens to Jesse? I didn't watch Need for Speed, but uh, I used my imagination.
1: Oddly yeah. enough, I was like looking that up the other day because I went down, Imjin Poots, the actress is in it, and I like went down this like Imjin Poots rabbit hole because she's in a new movie. And I was like, what has she done lately? And she's in Need for Speed.
0: <laughs> also starring Kid Cuddy. Usel- oh, God. Useless information. <laughs> um, but yeah, so either Jesse becomes a washed up Actor that is also an anamorphic horse. Uh, (laughs) See what I did there. (laughs) Um, Or wasn't he also in like The Last Man... He's, no, he was on a Hulu series. I, I'm, yeah, I'm getting mistaken at, for the last a, la, a last man titled series. <laughs> he was um, Edit, note, a edit note: not not an edit note. Who cares?
1: <laughs> he wasn't. He was in the, uh, some Hulu series or something like that. He's done a few like kind of independent films here and there, but just hasn't really. Need for Speed was like the big potential franchise that went nowhere. That he right, was in. right, yeah.
0: And by the way, the actor that we're talking about, his name is Aaron Paul.
1: Aaron Paul, yes. We keep calling him Jesse Pink. He's not but, Jesse
0: Pinkman. But we're from New York, so, you know, once you're like a known person on the screen, that's all always, you are. You know, Jesse. Yeah.
1: Do Jesse. you think he went back to like Vince Gillian and he was like, please, <laughs> I need a movie? Do you think he was like, <laughs> I was in need for speed, for Christ's sake?
0: <laughs> no, I think. Um, you know what it is? I feel like the network may have had some influence. Of over course, this. yeah.
1: Especially if you're talking about AMC, who like loves to just spin off and continue and keep going on. And it's not like, Listen, AMC's done some great stuff, obviously, but that's like their mo, man. Like keep things going. And you know, HBO is doing it to a degree as well with Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But
0: well, I think what's significant about AMC is that this comes at the heels of them announcing. Uh, these old man Rick spinoffs, or The Walking Dead, right? <laughs> right? Now, listen. I'll be honest, and I'm sure all of us here can be honest. Anyone listening can be honest about this. Most of most of us have probably not watched the last season of The Walking Dead.
1: I haven't watched the last two.
0: Right. <laughs> um, but we know, generally speaking, what happens. We all know who Rick Grimes is, right? <laughs> um, and we also know. That his character, spoiler alert, was supposed to get killed off for what was supposed to be the last appearance of Andrew Lincoln in the Walking Walking Dead, right? And this, and once again, spoiler alert, he doesn't die. And then afterwards, that same night, it was announced that they were planning to do Walking Dead movies that would likely star Andrew Andrew Lincoln. Lincoln. And then a week later, we hear about a Breaking Bad movie, right? And. It begs the question because this is also um, this is also a network that helped pioneer the golden age, the last golden age of television, right. and that's for anyone that doesn't know that it's usually a reference to, um, you know, right around the time streaming started really picking up, networks started creating their own streaming services, or right. Um, and you're talking about like that era between like 2004 to like pretty much 2013, right? right? This is right before peak TV or over the top TV, however they call it now. Um, became, like, the way of, of the world. Right. So for me, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, are these networks holding on to an era that's kind of past? You know what I mean? And part of me part of me empathizes because it's like, you know, that was my 20s. Like, I loved that, that period of my life. Like, right. I loved, like, sitting down with a plate of pasta and just, like, binge-watching, like,
1: that.
0: <laughs> you know, but also I'm kind of like, is it because we can't move past that or is it because you know, we're just all out of ideas. And
1: I think it's partly like they're a lot, they're out of ideas, but, uh, I think they, you know, they're going to cling to an idea as long as it's, you know, doing relatively well. And then it's also like, if you look at like Netflix, right? Like they, they're making all these movies, right? Like they're going into debt to like create content. And AMC is like, Hey, listen, we like already have the content right. or at least the basis for the content. So let's move into the movie game. Let's move into, you know, spinoff game and stuff like that.
0: So, Well, what's funny about AMC was that they were known for their westerns, right? Right. And it's interesting that they never pursued that until... Like, the idea of making movies until now. But I think... If you look at it from the other perspective like, like they really couldn't do that because like they were invested in like original programming right they were like TV shows more or less
1: and i think they've come to a point now they made enough money they've got enough notoriety they've you know the shows are popular enough, popular enough <laughs> that they can um they can potentially move into the movie game and I mean, not potentially they are moving into the movie game, (laughs) but uh, how that'll work out. I honestly don't know because it's, it's one it's like, yes, that the the movies will have a fan base, but you know, are you splitting your fan base how many of these people don't want to see it right like so like you just don't know necessarily where that'll go and sometimes most of the time I think curiosity gets the better of you so you'll like even if you're kind of against it if you're a fan of Breaking Bad you're still kind of like I'm gonna go check this out Um, but we'll see but it's also like you know TV ratings are not, you know, movie ticket sales, right? So that does, you know, does X amount of ratings one day a week correlate to a huge opening box office? So like, again, that begs the question, do they make these movies and keep them on AMC or do they make these movies and try to get a theatrical release for them? And they said they're still like undecided as to whether it would be a theatrical release for the Breaking Bad movie. So uh, how they play it, I'm interested to see, but... Um, I'm still not 100% (laughs) on board with the fact that
0: there's Joe doesn't 100% agree with the Breaking Bad cinematic universe.
1: (laughs) You know, Jesse Pinkman movie, you're gonna who else do they got? They got a Heisenberg's son, Walter's son's gonna have his own show. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, you know, now that you mentioned it, I'm like, a lot of people did die by the end of Breaking (laughs) Bad, so (laughs) what are they gonna do next? You know, I'll say this. I would be against a Breaking Bad sequel if it gets way too fucking woke.
1: Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oof. It'll be, it'll Wait, if brutal. this is Jesse
0: Pinkman in the quote-unquote Trump Trump era, then I'm going <laughs> to be like, oh god. Unless uh, although it would be a funny take of like, hi, my name is Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, and n- remember the um the SNL skit? <laughs> Do you remember the SNL sk- where it's like, yeah, I had a, I had a friend who didn't have healthcare and you know, he sold a bunch of meth. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like that, I might, maybe I'll support it. Yeah, but if it's, you
1: know, Pink, if it's woke Jesse Pig. If it's woke Jesse Pig. He's man, got like, like he's yeah. a neck bearded man bun. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> what did they do to my Jesse? Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Jesse, I mean, Jesse
0: flees to Indiana
1: <laughs> or <oof>. Michigan. <laughs> I'm sure both very also meth heavy <laughs> states.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, um. <laughs> And his sole mission is to kill neo-Nazis. See, now that sounds like Now, you know, Jesse Pinkman goes to Seattle. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Starts hunting down all those dudes from Green Room. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, um, As much as, uh, I mean, as uh, on the fence I am about that, I'm less on board uh, with the Walking Dead movies, to be honest. Like, I'm like, what more are we going to get? Like those shows have been off for so long, we've seen uh, like maybe some more cursing. Like you know, you can curse a little bit more, yeah, you know, get away with it a little bit more in that regard. But like, what more are we gonna get with a Walking Dead movie?
0: Well, unless the Walking Dead movies are in the same universe as the Breaking Bad ones,
1: ooh, then I, Jesse Pinkman, zombie killer,
0: exactly, zombie slayer, exactly. I like then I, I totally better. support that. I, you know, what you know is what. The Walking Dead was that I realized is that um the whole genre of zombies right it's kind of been like 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 stampeded on by them like they basically yeah they're
1: the ones who took it and just were like we're gonna beat this dead horse I mean you can't even get like a Resident Evil
0: movie or even in some ways a Resident Evil game anymore without like. Thinking of walking the Walking Dead, right. but more importantly, like what storyline haven't they explored already in the Walking Dead that you probably won't see in some other iteration? Exactly. You know that's why all these like zombie movies or shows are like like really silly now because you know you can't like if you're gonna make it a drama, well you can't even get like like I mean George Romero you know RIP. Um, even if you were trying to go in the same direction as George Romero's movies, you can't anymore because they've already explored all that type of stuff. <laughs> exactly. on The Walking Dead, like the whole idea of zombies being an allegory for something else. Right. It's been so, it's been stretched so thin on that series that you can't get anything else exactly. out of it.
1: Now it's just like, Jesus, we, we, we we're at a point where we at, we need a long breather before I think. And that, yeah. there's like stuff coming out. There's um, some like musical and forgetting what it's called. It's like, Somebody and the Walking uh, Dead musical. No, no, no. There's a movie, it's like Anna and the Apocalypse or something. Oh. It's like, and it's like that might be cool, but I think it takes things like a Shaun of the Dead or something, right? To like right. Really, like it's short of Dead way before uh, Walking Dead, obviously. But I'm just saying it's going to take something like that, right? That feels original again, or Marvel Zombies. Or Marvel Zombies. <laughs> I don't know if I could do Marvel Zombies. Yeah, zombie I don't know if I could do Marvel Zombies either. Let's stick to the AMC cinematic zombie universe where, like, zombie Don Draper comes comes up and Jesse Pinkman has to kill him.
0: <laughs> you know you know, it's funny? I was uh, tweeting at Frazier. Like, he said something about... He made a joke about watch about getting a Mad Men movie, and like some people actually believed him.
1: Oh, did yeah. they? And
0: then I was like, I responded, I was like, "See, you go mess around here on Twitter, <laughs> and you go tweet this into the universe, right? And Put it in the ether, exactly. The- <laughs> and we're gonna get a movie about Don Draper's daughter being a teenage witch.
1: <laughs> That's where I was going. I'm glad you did it first. <laughs> oh um, wait,
0: oh wait, oh snap, oh wait, I, where, where am I going with this? Like, oh. <laughs> Oh oh oh! Right, right. There you go. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I don't know, man. Walking Dead, and then I heard because I like like you were mentioning before, like a lot of us probably have not watched the last couple of seasons, and I've actually never even seen an episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, I heard that now, like those two have kind of met. Right, like yeah. *The Walking and I was like, "Come on, please! Just, at least if you're doing like a spin-off show, like let it be its own thing, right?" And again, it's like they just had to bring that into just *The Walking Dead*, and I'm like, "Come on, guys! Like, <laughs> I was to say you're better than this, but they're pro- they're not better than that."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious to know what happens, um, and also like even like madman like I really feel like that has like a high probability of getting turned into a movie but I really I wouldn't feel, be surprised Damn. but I do feel like uh, um there's a strong possibility that you know the people that were watching it are huge fans of it right maybe a little bit more like attuned to like what it represented right you know um because I mean it was a, a, mov- a movie a movie <laughs> <laughs> a series about a 50s guy who would you would characterize now as probably a pretty problematic person but right uh or even back then was a pretty problematic person. What am I talking about? <laughs> but I don't. I really just don't really feel like there's a lot of value in like going back to that story. I even have my own re- reservations about like these, you know, the, the Sopranos prequel or the Game of Thrones. It's supposed to be a sequel. or prequel? The Game
1: of Thrones stuff is killing me because. They're definitely gonna beat that one to death. Yeah. Similar to Walking Dead, yeah. that's gonna be like beat to death. Yeah. But right now it's making so much money. And, the, and Game of Thrones has zombies in it too. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. You there know. you go. It's a different take though. Uh but with Game of Thrones, it's like the, it's making so much money. Yeah. HBO was like, We we gotta do something. Yeah. Like it. yeah. Um The Sopranos movie in the beginning. I was very much where I am right now with the Breaking Bad movie. I was like, is it needed? Uh, but the fact that it's a prequel, I think. Yeah, that definitely helps. It helps it a little bit, right? Because then you don't have to worry about like no James Gandolfini. You'll just see some little chubby kid and it'll be like, right. you know, <laughs> baby. uh Tony Soprano. Yeah. But, um, sneaking
0: into the fridge, you know, like Gobble Goo. The
1: Gobble Goo. <laughs> but it'll be, um, I'm a little more on board with that. I think, I think a prequel like where you can see like a, a young Uncle June or something like that, I think that could be cool. I, I think, I feel like it can work.
0: I just envision this being so fucking racist that <laughs> the reaction may not be what they
1: they initially wanted
0: uh, I, unless I, it's like the Gotti movie from on HBO
1: <laughs> Jordan's new favorite movie uh, I I actually don't think it's gonna be an issue man people people know people know what they're getting into with a mob movie man and the fan base for them un- kind of understands it so you'll maybe get some backlash from like Aaron Paul since or because or, <laughs> yeah, our uh, <laughs> outwoke Jesse Pinkman but uh, the fan base there understands what type of movie they're getting into and they're not gonna get upset because you know
0: well the name of the movie is supposed to be called right now it's it's called The Saints of Newark right which already sounds like a variation of Boondock Saints for some reason <laughs> also another problematic movie that will probably save, save for that, uh, a, a very, a very pointed discussion, a very pointed discussion.
1: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I, so I know I, I get the idea what, where they're going per the title. Right. Um, but from what I understand, it was just to also take place around the time of the Newark riots. So this right. is like, you know, like civil rights era when, you know, prior post uh, King assassination, right. And the thing was that the, the, I know one of the, the, there was all this rioting and, you know, Newark pretty much became one of the, just like all these other, like, you know, major cities was one that a lot of people left in up right. leaving. And, you know, the mob, obviously, if you know the history of the New Jersey mob and their ties to the New York mob, like they were definitely like, you know, part of like, you know, they're all part of the same national crime syndicate, right. if you will. And so I'm curious to know like which direction they go with it, because like, I'll put you like this. If, if, the movie ends up being more about the riots and the civil rights movement, then I actually think it would be a very interesting take.
1: I'm sure it's not gonna be mostly about that, but what I think, and I think this would be a wise decision, is to show, you know, that like these guys they're not and I don't think they would do this, they're not gonna paint them as heroes. They're gonna show how they took advantage of the yeah. situation. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and in that regard I don't think you have a problematic movie. You know what I'm saying? It's like showing what happened around that time and, you know, how these guys took advantage of a a bad situation and, you know, were not good guys for it. Yeah, I could
0: already, like, smell the Vox media headline, (laughs) of um, the saints of Newark is honest, but problematic. Here's here's why, (laughs) you know, and then saying everything you're saying.
1: I see. I could already see the text with the article from you coming onto my phone, Jordan.
0: (laughs) Oh man. You know me way too well. I do.
1: I <laughs> think I got like three articles today.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so th- that's my thing about the Sopranos movie is that I just I'm curious to know how they actually frame it. Because um, I I think I even think like Dave Chase knows like you can't you can't really like go necessarily go back 100 percent to the same lens. And also, it's way more interesting if you kind of like dive into the socio political right. elements of that era versus you know. 'Cause I mean it's hinted out it's hinted at throughout the entire right. series. Like even um there's a flashback sequence, right? Where um Tony talks about where his seeing his father getting arrested for the first time and right. he mentions right, and he mentions like, you know, while his father's getting arrested, he's like, Oh yeah, like you know, what about are arresting us, why don't you arrest a few people burning down Newark? Right. Right. And won't go into the deep racial discussion, but we all know what that's what it was code for. <laughs> right. Right. Um so that's why I'm curious to know, like how they frame you know th- it as a prequel you
1: see but David Chase is you know one he created like one of the greatest shows of all time right and he's a smart guy like I th- he I think he understands how to approach this movie right yeah. and it's gonna be a movie talking about this subset of people and like how they sort of navigated that situation yeah. right but and then he'll do some of the fan service but I think you know his fan service is gonna be Much more clever than, say, like the Han Solo movie fan service, where it's like you're by yourself, Solo. It's like wink, wink, nod, nod. I think so. Like when young Tony comes in, like they'll be handled. You know, much better than <laughs> I don't know any of those you know Tony
0: you better be I, here on time bada bing
1: <laughs> bada bing <laughs> uh, I don't hate the solo movie by the way just putting that out there <laughs> I had to put it out there and I don't it's
0: fun I don't think there's a problem with a using the term bada bing
1: uh, you know I don't either <laughs> um, there's also the Deadwood movie that I'm excited for, oh, mainly because that was a show that was uh, canceled too soon, and I feel like there was more there. So the fact that a Deadwood movie's coming, I'm as soon as I heard about it, ecstatic. Can't they just
0: consolidate this with several other franchises, like maybe the Red Deadwood Redemption, <laughs> or about about uh, I don't know uh, Westwood and combine Westworld and Deadwood.
1: That would be cool. And, would, and Ian McShane was already in an episode yeah. of <laughs> Westworld. So, there you go. Ah, no, wait, no. He's, sorry, he was in an episode of Game of Thrones, Ian McShane. Oh, right, right, right. One, ep- I remember being devastated. He, like, dies in the same episode he shows up in. And I was like, no. Nah. He's great. John
0: change. Wick, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right, he is. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's, uh, with Deadwood, it's something I'm fully on board with. Because right. it was a show canceled way too soon. only had three seasons. It was pretty expensive to produce. Little did they know they'd be making Game of Thrones like less than 10 years later, maybe 10 years later. Right, I don't know. right. know, um, yeah, it just did have the, the Game of Thrones numbers, so it didn't warrant, you know, them, right. uh, renewing it, but it was critically hailed, right, so... Yeah, and I love the show great right. some of the best writing like ever I think in television so uh, I'm excited to see what actually where they go with the Deadwood movie and they're bringing like most of the cast back which I think is great right. so uh, I'm on board there might be a Peaky
0: Blinders movie too.
1: I know you were telling me. Peaky Blinders. You know, I have not, I maybe saw one episode of Peaky Blinders and I actually really want to watch it. It's another, sort of like Better Call Saul. It's like another one of those shows that I really want to watch but just haven't found ta- the time to watch it yet. So uh, maybe I'll do a little Peaky Blinders before that movie comes out. But is it happening or is it like just kind of like in the rumor mill right now? I think it's,
0: they're working on a script, but... I don't know how I feel about that. And I haven't f- watched the last season of Peaky Blinders. Right. And the irony with Peaky Blinders is that it wasn't even a series that I watched and I loved. I watched it because I watched a few episodes and then I was like, well, I already watched a few episodes. I'll just keep watching it.
1: <laughs> like I might as well.
0: <laughs> and then the first season was cool. Then the second season was like, okay. And then right. the third season was also okay. So when I got to the fourth season, I was like, is this a priority for me? <laughs> and I was like, Luke Cage is kind of cool.
1: Let me watch that. Let
0: me me watch that. But (laughs) I don't know, Peaky, the thing with Peaky Blinders is that it has like one of the best casts, I think.
1: The cast is like incredible. It's wild. It's like the the best like English actors like working today. Yeah. I think, you know, change your mind. And next time Mike's on the podcast, my brother, Mike, for you guys who don't know what I'm talking about, um, he does a hysterical like Peaky Blinders like. Voice, he's like, it's the Peaky Blinders she?" And it's like, it's hysterical. I'm not doing it any justice. Next time he's on, maybe we'll have him doing it. It might change your mind, get you to watch that fourth season. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I do, I do, I want to watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll get on the Peaky Blinders train. It's just, it's also a great name for a show. Yeah, Peaky Blinder. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like saying it. Uh, Anyway, man, uh, you got any more thoughts on the uh, the uh, what is it over the top TV? The crazy the, T. What, what are they calling it these the days? Return of the Golden Era. Return of the Golden Uh, not no. I'm just. Oh, uh, it's just wait and see. All right. Uh, if you guys have any thoughts on it, you know, Facebook page, uh, the gram, gram, anything like that, check it out. 8 a.m. shift. Yep. Uh, peace out, shifted. Peace out.
0: It's 8 a.m.
1: It's 8 a.m.